Last time on Travelers of the Unknown, Ashes from Time. Think of this as like Fantasy Venice. Jacob Nail! Nobody steals from me and lives to tell the tale! He's a criminal and he looks at Bryn. Wouldn't happen to be you. This is the fucking guy! Bryn, you're down on the ground, you're unconscious. Waller grinds his teeth together. Big, big cone of fucking flame. Wall of flame tyrant into wars to enemies. Edis goes to run away as well, but Jacob Nail grabs him. Took one of them down, we could take the other two down. Edis attacks Jacob Nail. <laughs> Jacob Nail is dead. We did make a pretty good team. Clink tankards together. Wait, wait, wait. Bryn have still got a job to do. He makes his way over to a little shop labelled uh, Trinkets have tried. So even though it's closed, there are still people in it. But Harriet and Gulia in the inn sleeping away. And Bryn outside of Trinkets of Trident waiting to see if he can get in. How are they going to get out of this one? Find out. Bye. Trinkets of Trident, part three. So as always, it's been a ridiculously long amount of time because uh, we are terrible at organizing things. So if there are inconsistencies between this one and the previous one, sorry. Um, so, um, welcome back to Travelers of the Unknown. It's me, Chrissy. I'm here. These guys are just spamming the chat. Sure, why not? No, it's just um, me. That's just James, actually. What the fuck is XCD? <laughs> to give you guys a refresher of what went down last time we played, um, you all decided that you were going to travel together, I think, is what happened. Yeah, so we, tra we agreed to travel together by... I spoke to the guy. Uh, was, I think we agreed to get a cart or a horse yeah, or something. Yeah, um, Bryn, Bryn offered to be... <laughs> be a horse. Harriet's guide into... Yeah. <laughs> You can ride me, Harriet. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I make my own rules. Well, Gorlear and Harriet are staying in the Anchors Inn Tavern at the moment. In kind of the dead of night, yeah. Bryn has snuck off to Trinkets of Trident, where he overheard some people having a discussion, a man and a woman, and um, is currently outside trying to figure out what to do. And Callum's had a good couple months, or not a couple, couple months, months, but Jesus. a good month to figure out a good month to figure out what to do here. So the, this is see. the equivalent of Callum's bullet time. Is yeah. that we actually just extend the real world to a month. So what What are you going to do, Callum? What am I going to do? That's a good question, mate. Um, <laughs> go to bed. I, th I think my idea I said to you was pretty good. I'm just going to set the building on fire, mate. <laughs> uh, no. I don't know if that's the best. I'm not Callum. actually going to do that. Um, what Bryn is going to do... What, what would you do if Callum had done that? That's the game. <laughs> that's the game. <laughs> that's the game. <laughs> that's the way the dice is roll. What Bryn is actually going to do is he's going to take one last look through the window or the keyhole to check that the two people are still in the front room. <laughs> and then he's going to head down around Jewels of the Tide, around to the back. Oh, the okay, so you're going to head to the shop to the um, right of Trinkets of Trident and Jewels of the Tide, and you're going to head yes. kind of right down near where the water is. Um, I, I'm really enjoying watching Callum's icon move around. We, we're using a digital um, application device found on the line with our little icons on it. I think and people I can, could gather I can, that, I can see um, Callum's beautiful character, Bryn the Bar Boy, moving around, but I'm zoomed way the <laughs> fuck out. I'm like Google Earth. I'm stalking that motherfucker. <laughs> Bryn, okay, so essentially what happens is this big river going through the middle of the town comes down to this large area that kind of 
pans backwards towards the town and then around again. So it's kind of shaped like, not not like a heart, but like a, what's one of the faces on fucking a spade on a, on a, on a, on a dice? Not dice. Fuck. <laughs> a spade face on a deck of cards. There we go. Kind of like that. And there's this big lake that is there stretching on. So you can go around, um, you're on the edge of the lake and, and you go around and, uh, as you, are you gonna, you're gonna continue to walk back to behind Jewelers of the Tide, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, as you get behind there, you're seeing the backs of all of the shops that you've, um, been passing. This area is a little less well looked after, kind of looks like a back alley, the kind of place where people don't usually go. Like there's a walkway next to the river and a fence dividing that from the kind of back alley area behind these shops, which is kind of where they're uh, the rubbish bins are where the employees would come in and exit morning and night. Oh, I know that kind of place, yeah. All you can see leading on from that is a large um, kind of dome-shaped building that you assume to be some kind of important town hall or bustling centre of business in Trident, currently deserted with lights on around it as um, as it's currently night time. Okay, well, um, Brain is going to attempt to climb the fence separating him from the back alley of the shops then. Uh, what's that acrobatics um, you should be able to very easily do that you should be able to very easily do that because the fence is not as tall as Brian it's quite a small fence I forgot to mention oh, I'm going to okay. go ahead and say you can do that with our role yeah, okay. anyone All could right. do that um, okay so he's through he's going to as quietly as he can make his way right to the back of Trinkets of Trident and then find a door are you going to try to open the door uh, no I'm going to Look through the keyhole of the door first. He's going to try and fit through the keyhole. There is no keyhole on this door. Oh it's boy. just a. It's like an old-fashioned wooden door. It isn't meant Callum, for customers climb through the to post see box. through. Uh, are there any windows on the? Back um, of the there door? aren't any windows around the back of the shop either. There are garbage cans near the side of it, um, and there is also you can now very kind of clearly see um, there is a chimney on top of the roof, kind of sticking out quite noticeably. Oh. I'm going in this Santa star. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, kids. It's a D20 coming down the chute. Bryn is going to try to use the garbage cans to climb up onto the roof of Trinkets of Trident. What I'm going to need you to do, actually, because that might create a lot of noise, is I'm going to need you to roll a stealth Ooh, roll just okay. to see how well this goes. Oh, you've got to, like, puma up that shit. Come on, come on, Bryn. I believe in you. Believe in you, Brent. Oh, Whoa. fucking Maximum. He like Octodads as well. I rolled a 17. I don't even use the bins. I just jump straight onto the roof. Brin's there. like a reverse <laughs> slinky. As Brin stands on the bins, he's able to very steadily keep his balance despite the fact that it's a bit slippery. And then Brin is going to make a jump for the roof, I'm assuming, because it's still kind of high yep. up the roof. He is. So that's going to be an acrobatics. All right, Assassin's Creed. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh-huh. I'm Assassin's Creed, am I? Am I, Matt? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Shepard. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, off to a good start. You're not rigging these rolls, are you? No, I'm not. So You um, dishonored teleport. For that acrobatics roll. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, for that acrobatics roll, I rolled a 22. Bryn is going to fucking glide gracefully onto that roof. The shroud or cape around his neck and shoulders is just going to kind of billow in the wind like a majestic bird. Is he like Professor Strange? It's like something you would see in like an old Hollywood movie where they're on the wires and they just glide up. Like, oh. <laughs> he does a little twirl and He's lands. like Peter Pan. Yes, it's like Peter Pan. 
Fuck yes. Or like Sonic on a bounce pad. The roof of this building is made of old kind of rusted steel with some metal here and there. The it's it's kind of it's like it's been repaired over the decades. There's some very old looking wood, there's some bricks, there's some cheap steel and etc. Um there is a small window. Oh, okay. Um Bryn is going to look through the window. You can see a lot of the shop. Uh, you can see a darkened area, which uh, seems to be in a separate... Like, there's a roof over that. That's like a separate room that you can't see into. The, you can see the man who I think you remember being referred to as uh, Lifro, and the woman whose name is Castro. I do um, not remember either of those, but thank you for the information. I'm aware that you um, don't remember those, which is why I... was going to say, you're like, I think you remember them. It's like, uh, do you think I remember? Maybe Bryn remembers, and they are stood here... And they are stood uh, kind of just around in the middle of the room near the uh, the counter. As you look down into the shop, I should probably explain what you can actually fucking see in the shop. Um, yes. You look down into the shop, you can see a darkened off area of the room um, that is uh, further back. Seems to be some kind of back room. You're assuming that's where the the figure that didn't talk and the shop owner have gone to. You can also see a lamp over in the corner giving off dim lights. You can see shelves full of various magical items and a curved... Um, counter with with other little cheap trinkets around it it's a fairly bog standard shop looking area question you said there were like old like bricks and tiles on the roof and stuff yeah uh-huh how loose are they um some of the older like wooden planks would be very easily broken the steel is very strong uh the bricks some of them are loose the odd one um where are you trying to go with this um well, i'm thinking can i get a brick or something and throw it down the front of the shop to maybe draw the two figures out of the front room and outside. You probably could if you aimed it at something that would make a lot of noise. Something that would make a lot of noise. Um, Jesus. <laughs> is is the horse and car still there? <laughs> it's not still there. <laughs> I mean, there's a big body of water. That could that could be used. Yeah, no. Um, Maybe throw yourself cat-like into the water. He doesn't want to throw himself, he wants to throw the brick. Okay, throw the brick then. Why just break one of the fucking windows? There is actually a kind of obvious solution to this. Is there? Unless I just throw it in the water. Just drop down and say a wag one. Or just th- the bin. The bins! Ah, oh, Matt, you beauty. <laughs> it would be like a kitty cat jumped on them. Um, well then, in, wi- in which case, I'm going to take a brick from the roof and throw it onto the bins out the back. Okay, you throw it at the bins... Uh, I'll tell you what, you're not going to need a very high roll to do this, because it should be pretty fucking easy, but just to make sure you don't completely fuck this up, uh, what kind of roll would that be? Maybe athletics. Hey. That's a 16, damn, yeah, you you definitely did them really well. Perrin is on on the fucking ball today. I yeah, I am on a roll. Yeah, you were on a dice roll. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! I... Yeah. Okay, right, so you, you hit the bins, it makes a loud fucking noise. Um, from inside the shop, you can hear kind of the, a muffled, kind of like, um, what was that? <laughs> Hold on a second, let me just go and, and out of the back door, uh, there's a lock turning noise, and out of the back door, it, it opens in, um, a small, old man kind of hobbles out he's he's looks he looks very old he's got very thick glasses on and very uh hobbled together outfit he seems older than the dock itself Um, and um he kind of walks out to look around for a for a short moment um before a hand kind of grabs him and this hand um is kind of also kind of a mature hand and he turns around and goes are you sure 
I mean, I, it won't take a second. Oh, it is good, good of you to, to be worrying about my health like that very well. And, and the man turns and, and returns to the door and it closes. And in a few moments, out of the front of the Trinkets of Trident, you see Kestrobe and Lefro uh, running out of the front door and around the back to inspect what's happened. Okay, in which case Bryn is going to use his thieves tool or is the window locked? Is it locked open? Locked shut even? Or? It's not a window that can be opened, it's like a panel window. Fucking, in which case, I suppose... God, this is risky. Um, drop down the front of the building and go in through the front door. You slinky man! So I've, I've done I've done like a whole, a whole loop around the building. Roll acrobatics and stealth. Don't, don't fail me now. <laughs> Acrobatics. Good enough. Fifteen. Fourteen in stealth. Good enough as well. All right. All right. Oh yes. It's, a, it's not the most perfect landing in the world, but it will do. And um, uh, and the door you are you land right in front of the door. The door's in front of you with the with the lock, the old rusty lock. Um. Okay. Climb through lock. <laughs> Is the door locked? Did they lock the door behind you? Yeah, the doors are... Actually, oh no, good point. I think they, they may have left the door yeah, open in their hurry yeah. to leave. Oh, bazinga! Actually, it may be one of those doors. Actually, no, it makes more sense that it's one of those doors that locks automatically when you... Oh, it has away. a fire guard on it, does it? It's, it's not what... It, that doesn't make sense. It's a shop. You don't want the door to lock every time someone shuts it. Yeah, but maybe... Why the it, fuck does the medieval house have a fire lock? It's not a fire lock. It's like, a, it's like one of those locks where you... It's not, is it? It's like a... Chain on the inside or something. Yeah, but you lacked those. Yeah, you lacked. Yeah, chain. you're really not. You're really not reasoning this very well. You know, you don't always have to act like you've you're fucking the fucking Jesus of the Skype call. But sure, we you kind of do. Not, do you mean I'm not go. acting like I'm the Jesus of the Skype call? I'm just saying it doesn't make a lot. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense for the door to lock. Behind it's fine. You're in in a shop, right? Wait, the front door. Bray is gonna take a very quick look around for the box that he's looking for. So I suppose it's investigation. That was a... I rolled a 21 for investigation. Oh, Fucking yeah. hell. Bryn's our MVP, hacks. Jesus, Callum. See, what what I actually did was I, I changed all of Bryn's stats to 30 before I started the game. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually checking um, to no, see if he did. He didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Fucking great. <laughs> he didn't. really good luck. Go on to the top of D20. There's a tick box. Uh, you, you tick win. Um, and you actually, you get through the game much easier. We should have done it last time. That's what I did. Yeah. So yeah, Bryn takes a look around for the small box he's looking for. Okay. Um, with that level of investigation... It's actually um, glowing for him, like it's in a video game. All I'll tell you if we're looking to save time is, um, you do not see the box. The box is not in this area of the shop. Oh, fucking hell. It is not here. It is not on display. There is nothing that resembles the box you are looking for. I don't. I think this might be the first time we've brought up the box. The what? The box? Where the fuck did the box come? Bryn wouldn't have brought it up to Gaulier or Harriet. So yeah. In which case, Bryn Bryn heads towards the back room and um, tries to listen or see if there's anyone in there. Bryn heads towards the back room. I feel like uh, you might need to do stealth again. Oh, fourteen, good enough. Um, okay, you're sneaking. Over to the door. As far as you can tell, that's good enough as what you're doing right now. Um, now, if you want to listen at the door, yep. um, you can hear the old man talking as if there's someone else talking to him, but you cannot hear the other person speaking. 
Look, if I gave things away for free to everybody who came down here with a piece of paper saying they could take it away from me, then I'd be out of business. Look, I understand that you're a busy man. I understand that this is... To be frank, I don't trust you. I, why would I trust anyone who can communicate with me in this sort of way? It's ridiculous. It, no, I've never been one to trust magic. I don't see why you're so interested in the damn thing. I haven't even be able, been able to get it open. If you, if, if, you, if you want it so badly, come back tomorrow during open hours and, and you can buy it. I'm not selling it for that much. I haven't even got it on display. If anything, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a novelty item. Um, can we pause real quick? Can Bryn go and lock the front door? Bryn can go and lock the front door, yeah. Oh, fuck. Because yeah. I've just thought if they run in at any point, she's going to see me listening at the front door. So, yeah, I'm going to lock the front door. Boop. Boop. You okay, lock the no, front he's... door with a small click. And then he's going to head back to the back room door to listen again. You listen in, and now you can't hear anything coming from the back door. You can only hear silence. And then you start to hear footsteps oh, shit. heading towards where you're stood. What's in the room, apart, apart from just the counter? Is there, like, anything else on the floor or on the walls? Um, there's a carpet on the floor, there's a chandelier on the ceiling, a very small, kind of cheap-looking one, a lamp to your left in the corner. The counter itself is quite tall, and there are various shelves. The shop has a few... is a bit bigger than what you can currently see. In which case, Bryn is going to duck behind the counter, then he's going to have, hopefully, a little Harry Potter moment where like there's someone on the other side and he's like moving around to avoid them. That's gonna be really cute. Oh, I thought there was gonna be like a brin-shaped like table you gotta like hide <laughs> behind in the perfect position. Yeah. You can hear heavy footsteps as the door kind of creaks open and this very pounding sort of presence you can hear as if the boots are very heavy, made of some very strong metal, starts walking out. He stops at the counter and looks around a little bit, not that you can see anyway, and Bryn? Yeah. For the millionth fucking time, roll stealth. Okay, come on, come on, this is like the last hurdle. Don't. Oh shit. Don't let me down now. I wonder if this is the one you fuck up. Zero. Jesus fucking words. Oh! It's a fucking six! Which means that the figure is actually gonna pause for a moment. You can't hear any breathing, you can't hear any movement. Bryn, how are you feeling right now? Um, I'm pretty fucking nervous, bruh. Uh, he's whispering to the, <laughs> to the guy, don't come a little bit closer, please. He's on the opposite side of the counter to you right now. James, was that just a Metal Gear Solid? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just heard. Fucking. Is that Bryn getting seen? <laughs> <laughs> Another loud set of footsteps come out and go, you can also hear the jingling of coins in this person's hand and they go, well, if you're certain that you're willing to part with this much gold for something of such... Look <laughs> at all my money. Obviously, I thought it was of limited value. You can clearly see the greater value of this of This, <laughs> this item. is a fantastic exposition, Chris. Unseen to Bryn, obviously. You, uh, here's what you can basically assume is happening. He's he's doing some kind of transaction. Yeah, he's giving yeah. some him something. He's given him the box. I know what he's doing. He's given him the fucking box. As he brings out the box... You can hear a kind of um, fabric of some sort being wrapped and, and tied very quickly. 
and then it's placed on the counter right near you with a large bang. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, oh, God. The man then walks away from the counter <laughs> with the shopkeeper kind of leading him back to the back room. The shopkeeper going, are you uh, sure about... Uh, there's something more you wanted back. Well, the amount of money you gave me, I'm, I'm sure that's fine. And walks back into the back of the shop. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like I, I, I lost track of what this is a transaction of a while ago, and I'm starting to build my own image. Matt, I hate you. So, Chrissy, can I just, can I just confirm? The box is wrapped in cloth and it is on the counter above me. No one else is in the room. No one else is in the room. The box is wrapped in cloth on the counter with you. You know what I think I'm gonna do? Callum, can I give you a suggestion in musical form? What do you think I should do, Matt? Do 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 I I think Brian's gonna take the box, I'll be honest. Can can you describe your hands like walking up to the box like a person? So if you were behind the counter, all you would see was this one hand just peer up, like reach on the ledge, just kinda with just the fastest movie you've ever seen, just grab it and like like a spider. Yeah, like, just whip it up the counter. Oh, that's, that's quite upsetting, really. Bryn, you find yourself unable to pull the box off the counter. Oh. Oh, What? You Shit. find yourself unable, as you grab the fabric, you find yourself unable to pull the box off the counter. What if it's been stapled? <laughs> um, shit. Um, you hear a knocking at the door... And at the oh. other side of the door, you hear, "Hey, somebody! Somebody locked this. They didn't. Oh, fuck, nobody locked it. We didn't lock it on our way out. We're not stupid. Come on, give me. Maybe it's oh, maybe it's one of those automatically shutting doors. Sh- they, they don't have those on shops. <laughs> what are you stupid? <laughs> Get out the fucking way! I'll stab it with my spear. What, what is it? A fire door? Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I can't believe I'm doing this. Then I guess if he can't pick up the box, there's someone breaking into the front door. Brynna's gonna run out of the back door. Jesus Christ. Um, the back door, here's a fun fact, Callum. The back door is in that other room that the other two walk to. Fuck it. If you're gonna try and go there, the door is locked. Oh. In which case... Hide the box. I can't, I can't move the box. They're gonna go into alert phase. And in the time that it took Brynn to run over there and try that door, a spear has now kind of stabbed through the door and pulled back and the door kind of opens and walking through is a woman holding a large uh, two-handed spear uh, with short hair and kind of um just cloaked armor around her. She's kind of just wearing... How much time do I have before she notices me? Pretty much immediately noticed you, I'm afraid. She's staring right in your fucking face, Callum. Oh, I'll tell you what, I will give you one roll to escape. First, let me describe how they look. Um, she's dressed in kind of black quilted um, fabrics with um, also very dark plate on some certain parts, like on her shoulders and on her knees. And then a man behind her holding out a, uh, a, a short sword with considerably more armor on him uh, is uh, looking around and, and the man looks quite a bit younger than the woman. Um, um, the two walk in, and Bryn, I'm gonna give you one okay. stealth roll. One stealth roll. Come on, baby. <laughs> fucking Metal Gear Sorry. Shit. Please, Lord. Please. Hang on, wait, this is great background music for it. Yep, that's good, that's good air there. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, it's a ten. Not good oh, enough, no. I'm afraid. They have noticed you and they turn. Uh, James, what's the sound? Wait, I got it. I got it. No, no, I want a bit of a better one. <laughs> um, I got it. I got it. 
like reflex mode. No, it's game over. You <laughs> get it? Snake. I don't get that sound. I get the other one. James, you fucked it up. I didn't. But what? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? What? what? Shut up. No, he hasn't been. Oh, he's been him. spotted. Oh, I thought they were on alert. Sorry. I've seen him, you fucking dingus. <laughs> well, yeah, if they're going on alert, then this music plays. Guys, we haven't got much time for this. Come on. <laughs> this whimsical aside. The woman turns to you and goes, Who the fuck is that? The man then turns and goes, Oh, I think it, I think it might be... That was a rhetorical question. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> no. That's a good back and forth they had there. Um, Bryn, do I have any opportunity to do anything now? Or uh, you don't. You've you've lost your one opportunity, I'm afraid. So we're gonna enter combat. Oh boy. <laughs> Hell no. Bryn, you're over here, I think. Yep. These two have just run in through the door, and we're gonna enter combat. <laughs> uh. We're gonna freeze right here on Bryn, about to get attacked. What? We're going to cut over to Anchors Inn and Tavern. Do, do I sense something's up? I'm like, Bryn's in trouble. <laughs> Sits up like a meerkat. <laughs> in the bedroom, in which I'm assuming that Harriet, being the broody fuck he is, <laughs> hadn't quite gone to sleep yet. Would I be correct in assuming this, Matthew? What an edgy boy! I mean, that's almost definite. He's he's awoken by dreams he's, of a nightmare. He's actually past. he's listening to Lincoln Park on his iPod. <laughs> he is. Oh, too soon, too soon, Cal. No, it's too not soon. okay to joke about Lincoln Park anymore. Oh no, yeah, no, not Lincoln uh, Park. But Shit. it's like an like like orchestra. Oh, <laughs> he's listening to um, "Bring Me the Horizon" on his iPod. <laughs> it's, it's crawling in my skin on like an iHarp. Yes, no, we can. he's listening to "Broccoli" by Dram. And Harriet, you know what fucking you know what you heard? Did I? Did I I hear the sound of someone trying to tug a box. <laughs> and then that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> Fucking kill him. No, no, my friend. You heard some bins getting knocked over. <laughs> oh my god, we're that far back. <laughs> oh jeez. I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> Jesus. With the shittest heroes. Like, at least No 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 no, no. Matt, 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 Matt. I'm the shittest hero. <laughs> <laughs> you did pretty well. It was just that last roll that got you. Did you wake up to this? We're a fucking generation lost, we really are. <laughs> that, that, in my endless dreams, I hear that sound. Hey, okay, guys. Um, okay, Matt, so... Um, Hello. You've woken up. You and Gawler are, are in separate rooms, aren't you, yeah? Yes. So so, so, what are you going to do if, if you're woken up by the sound Go of trash cans? What, what would Har- Harriet do? Okay, he flinches up and pulls his sickle from beneath his pillow and looks around. Edgy boy. Oh, it's a little edge nightmare boy. <laughs> So it's James's fucking goblin laugh. You're in a small room with just a bed. There's a drawn window. That's about it. There's a bedside table. There's not much else going on. I, uh, okay. I, I awaken from my sleep, uh, covered in sweat and with my sickle to hand. I look around the room, uh, quickly scanning before staring out the window and surveying the streets of, uh, of Shryden, Sorry. Okay. And what you can see is you see two very kind of armor-heavy individuals running out of the shop, um, trinkets of Trident across the road with kind of some commotion going on. And then a few seconds after that, you see Bryn. Um, you can very clearly recognize this as being Bryn, I'd say. 
jumping down from the roof and entering this shop. Son of a gun. Uh, okay, Harriet, uh, knowing that his his friend is probably, or his newfound companion, and obviously needing him for the journey ahead, um, slings a bag over his shoulder, gets up from bed, and uh, and knocks on Galea's door. Oh, shit. He knocked on Galea's door. Galea, here's the sound. Unfortunately, Galore was a heavy sleeper, and Bryn fucking died. <laughs> He's dreaming about a snake. I mean, I could leave him there. <laughs> Does he run out the building like this? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Stop! Stop! <laughs> I bang on Gorlia's door. I bang. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going without you. I'm just leaving. <laughs> Harriet realizing his his reptilian <laughs> fuck friend is, is sound in a. <laughs> You're fuck friends, are you? I thought I thought you were. No, away. more like fuck headed than anything. Uh, <laughs> I run across the street. And pull my mask on. Are you seriously? And, gonna, uh, come on, James. Me. Are you seriously just gonna stay in your fucking room? No. You're all heavy, dude. How am I gonna wake up? <laughs> I banged on the door. <laughs> James, if I came up to your bedroom door and went, do you really think you would wake up? Yeah, and he's actually why? watching Friends, and you happened to hit the door at the exact time <laughs> the, op- the opening theme two fucking came. Oh God! Oh my fucking God! <laughs> How am I gonna wake up? <laughs> Roll for oh wake. Roll, Roll for wake for up. Awake. Okay, so it was such a genuine question as well. <laughs> um, through through the. Through, <laughs> I can't even finish the joke. You know what, James? Are you are you gonna just be asleep? <laughs> oh, okay. Gorilla falls out of the bed. <laughs> A pair of underwear wrapped round his head. <laughs> He opens the door like the door. <laughs> are you are you at the door? Can we proceed? Okay, okay, okay. I wake up. We get dressed. Oh, he's like, Yo. <laughs> I wake up. I get dressed. They'll call me getting dressed. Ready for school. I'll be honest, man. I thought Gorlier was just gonna head no, out. No, it's just the fact that like. Harriet is 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 is, is a, I assume that Harriet is like sleeping in like these clothes that he's had on. Yeah, I've just, I've just crashed. <laughs> Gorlia has a little pair of pajamas. He has a little heart. He's got a pair of bunny slippers on. Yeah, <laughs> he's at the door naked. <laughs> yeah, Gorlia has answered the door with his reptilian dragon cock swinging. Oh. He's his member swinging to and fro. James, do you want to answer the door naked or close? Gorlia takes Harriet's beak mask and puts it over his James, James, can you just say one sentence to finish this topic? This. Alright, um, what's dude? Gorlia, our friend is in trouble. I think we need to go help him. Nah, I'm too tired. Bye, mate. Harriet heads across the street on his own. No, no, alright, head out. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. We uh, we tiptoe down the stairs, creaking with every step, out into the beautiful sanguine night, and slowly but God, steadily. God, it's always make a fucking to... short story when Matt takes a I'm turn, isn't it? Trying to just give it some colour for the fucking. We run down the stairs. <laughs> we go it? to we go to Brid and we save him. Call is still naked. I'm sorry, Matt. It was beautiful. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry. I don't want to add texture to this fucking narrative. You do it like Mrs. Fucking what's the name of a card? No, not clubs. That's so, it. Spades. So did I? Did I get changed? 
Yes, you're clothed. Yeah. No, you're in a fucking onesie, Gorlea. Can, can we move on? We flash back to the trinkets of fucking... Okay, this may not have been the most progress we've ever made in an episode, but I think this is the most we've laughed in an episode in a while. So. Call this episode the longest um, hour. We return to uh, the shop and Claystrob and fucking Lamar. Why did I give him such Lamar. shit names? Lamar, Leafro, Kendrick, and Lamar. Leafro and Claystrob. Um. Okay, so you're all gonna need to roll initiative. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Bryn with a fourteen, Claystrob with a sixteen, and Leafro with a one. So Leafro is here. Why? Uh... Does Leafro have a chin? It only it took me a second, but then I figured out what the funny joke you were doing. Okay, what does what does Crypto the Super Dog do? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Kistrobe is going to Sawing a scoop brilliant for it now. I'm gonna kill you, James. <laughs> um I have been describing her weapon as a spear this entire time. Because I drew a fucking spear on her icon. No, fuck this. She has two weapons, okay? She puts the fucking spear away and gets out a lance, alright? Because fuck oh, it, alright? Okay, she runs up to Bryn, uh, leaps over the counter as she goes, and she is going to attempt to pin Bryn to the fucking wall with this next attack. Oh, God. Um, Bryn, I'm gonna need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Come on, boy. And this dexterity saving throw must be higher than whatever her attack roll is. Come on, boy. A 12. Okay. Okay. And she attacks. Fuck up, kiddo. (gasps) With an 11! Bryn just barely fucking fucking escaped that. Bryn manages to duck out the way and she slashes against the door. As she slashes against the door, she makes a small cut in it. Uh, now it's Bryn's go. Well, um, given that he's now, like, just, I suppose, behind her, Bryn draws his little rapier. I know, he has a slasher, mate. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, fuck! <laughs> that was an attack of 21. Sexy. Doing doing a whole seven damage. Where do you stab her? Gonna, you have free range to where you want to stab her with that Where did you say she was armoured? She was, like, more sparingly armoured, yes. More sparingly armoured. She has more armour on her shoulders and, like, knees and stuff Brain like that. is going to go real nasty and go for the kidney, man. Oh, fuck Whoa. me. Okay. Yeah. You beast. You give her a very fucking nasty gash on her back um, near the kidney area, and she cries out in pain and grabs it a little bit. Um, and now... You have a... Actually, I think this is a, this would give an opportunity attack. I'm not sure, actually. It's an opportunity attack. An opportunity attack is... I, I think I've been, I've been trying to learn how to play Dungeons & Dragons, you know, the game we're playing. <laughs> and um, one of the things that you can happen in, in, uh, in Dungeons & Dragons is if you attack an NPC in a certain position where before you can use your movement action to run away... It's like, because you have a movement action to spare now, so you could run away, but it makes sense in this situation that very quickly she would be able to swing around and attack you. And I think how that works is you have to do a dexterity roll, and it's exactly the same as the other one. I'll do her roll first, actually, this time, so there's more suspense. Oh, nope, she attacked with a four. Oh, mate, that is nothing. She basically missed no matter what. Okay, Bryn, um, doesn't even, you don't even have to roll. Oh! (laughs) No, I didn't have to roll, it's fine. Oh, dear. I didn't have to roll. What are you about? Doesn't count. You got a free. You got a free, but that is lower than your armor class still, so she still didn't hit you. It's fine. Now, uh, Bryn, you have a movement action. I'm gonna 
run away over here so that it's a run for either of them to get to. Next up is Lifrizuzu. Lombo. Uh, he's going to run up to you and attack you. Boop. And that's a hit of 14 with 5 piercing damage. Bryn, did that get you? Oh, jeepers. Oh, yeah, that got me. Okay, he, he slashes you with his short sword across the stomach. Oh, oh my ow. belly. And it's about now, um, as K-Strobe um, kind of reels from the attack and, and starts to kind of snarl at, at Bryn, like, I'm gonna fucking kill you! The door next to her opens and she's shoved to the side. Um, from out of that door, a stern-looking older man in his fifties uh, or so comes stomping out. He's in a similar armor. Um, however, this time it seems to be much heavier built, much with more like thick leather and um, like boots and, and strong everything. And uh, he stomps out and kind of just, there's kind of silence grows in the room. Kestrob kind of for the first time seems to be intimidated. And uh, Lefro kind of looks over with, with some kind of hint of like, maybe he's impressed second, that guys. I attacked him, but also very old. Prince, I'm assuming he's someone knocked to the door. Sorry you two haven't had much to do. That's alright, I've been enjoying this. <clears throat> it's good shit. So, we're on our way then, technically. Yeah. It is difficult to, to like handle things when you plan them out a certain way and they don't go that certain way, but... That's life. That's what all the people say. Flying high. Oh, Shut down in me. Shut, Shut down in me. Speak to it. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, man. Okay. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 we're gonna carry on. Um, okay. Leafro looks over, uh, kind of with a with a little bit of sense in his eyes, as though he's hoping that uh, this guy is gonna be impressed with the fact that he attacked Bryn, but knowing, kind of, seeming to know very quickly from the look in his eyes that Bryn is not the kind of opponent that would be impressive to strike. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> By this guy's standards, and... Holy moly, um, I'm going to take that? Let me just go ahead and roll initiative for this guy, because he's now part of the, of the shit. Oh, if you get yourself embroiled in, Callum. So it's now his go, and um, let's just have a look at what this guy's can do. Um, oh. Well, 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 Callum. I'll be honest with you, Callum, that's not promising. Oh, shit. Um, uh, this guy takes a hand, one of his hands, which is gloved removes the thick leather glove from it and what reveals is a hand that seems charred with um it, it looks as though it has been cracked and there is blood coming through but the blood itself almost looks like hardened into a kind of ruby like substance his hand is clenched he opens it and uh, from inside kind of his palm this frosty blast starts um building up inside and he's going to cast a spell on you Bryn. And he somehow managed to miss. Somehow. Yeah, he, he missed. Oh, damn. He's not as overpowered as I thought he was. Well, okay. And he blasts Bryn. Bryn is able to duck out the way as this large kind of smashing kind of piece of ice hits the wall behind him and like kind of fractures the wall behind him. That was my sick sound effect there. Did you like it? I did. It was very good. After failing that, he immediately starts to walk towards Bryn. Uh, getting very close to Bryn, just as it becomes K-Strobe's turn. And you know what K-Strobe's going to do? Fart. <laughs> That's a good sound effect. <laughs> Fuck you! Get his dick out. It's a girl. 
Gerdick. Gerdick Owl. <laughs> Case Trobe. This is 2017. He's gonna run up to Brinnerswell, surrounding him completely. And then, Gorlear comes in naked. Gorlear pokes his head through the door. <laughs> pokes his head through the door, yeah. Hello. Like little nightcap swinging to and fro. Yeah, he's got a little blue nightcap on. Gorlear and Harriet have just burst through the door, and I'm gonna need you both to roll initiative. Matt got a 12, and James got a 7. Neither of them were able to interrupt Kestrove's attack. Bryn, I think the lesson we're learning here is that you are not the kind of person who can just run up and beat people. I didn't try to. (laughs) (laughs) You forced this upon him. I want to point that out. Yeah, no, that's not. It's your fault, not my fault. You did it. Stop this, James. It's Kestrove's turn, but I'll tell you what. Seeing that these guys have just run in, she then goes... What the fuck is the deal with people coming to the shop in the middle of the night? She's got a potty mouth. I don't like this lady. <laughs> That's the main problem. Well, she's killing our friend as well, but the loud. She's is... going to leap over towards you, oh, shit. and with her lance, she attacks Gorlear. I'm pretty sure your armor's higher than nine, right, James? AC, 29. <laughs> yep. Oh, God, is it 20 fucking 29 nine? worn armor, and, and armor's I'm 11. That's not possible. That's not possible to get through, is it? Like, you may have made me a bit too OP. May have what? The fuck is this twenty nine bullshit? Oh, it's because oh. Uh, What's happened? Oh. What's happened? Yeah, you're holding up a shield at the moment. You have a shield. I forgot. <laughs> and it's because also when you hold up your shield, we what we've done here is we've ticked that you have both unarmored defense and shield worn at the same time. Okay. Uh, which would be that we untick that when you have okay. shields. Your, your defense is actually 16. Okay, that's better. We only tick one at a time. Um, but it still missed you, but it's not 29, no, it's 16. Okay, 16 um, is. <laughs> and she misses. Okay, and now it's Brinsgo. Oh, what meat shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Brins is like, yo. Brain is going to take a stab at the stern man. You're not going to run away? No. Come come join Gorlia. No. Take a stab at the take a stab at the stern stern man then. Take a roll. This was a mistake. Or not. Oh. Yeah, no, you actually do manage to hit him. You got a nineteen, where'd you hit him? Go for his stomach. Okay, you hit him in the stomach. He barely seems phased by the attack at all. Oh Jesus. Um, and I want you to roll a dexterity right now. A dexterity saving throw real quick. That's a five. That's not good enough. He grabs your rapier. He grabs your rapier by the handle as you as you attack him. He's going to pull it from you and chucks it to the side. Oh, no. Wait, sorry, Callum. I think you have a movement turn I forgot about. Run away. You're going to run away? Yeah. You could run out the door from that distance. I'm not going to run out the door. They ain't going to leave us. Yeah. Why don't we all run and I'll use my fire cantrip and Gorlia can use his breath to set this motherfucker on fire. <gasps> Yeah. How about, right, Gorlia, I think you and I, we've got to torch this joint. Burn it down again. Could you do this in character? Hold on, Bryn has just run out the door. And... As I pass, I just tell them to run. Uh, holding my blade forward towards the attackers, I look at Gorlia and say, might be a good time for some fire, don't you think? Well, I'm a fucking dragon, mate, so let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ignite a fire cantrip in my hand and embalm the earth with flame. Wherever we go, we burn down. That's right. Well, I want to. I want to basically burn the place and, and halt their their pursuit of us. Okay, burn it. Uh, do I do? It says a deck saving throw 
Or do I just, just use The it? building can't do a dex saving throw, but what I will do is I will get all of the individual characters to do dex saving throws to see if they're damaged by its initial blast of fire. Uh, K-Strobe rolled a six, so um, you hit K-Strobe with the fire, and I've done ten fire damage to her. Oh, sweet. And the ground also, I'm guessing, is, is enveloped in flames. Yeah, the ground around her is enveloped in flames. She kind of falls down, crying out. And uh, she looks basically dead at this point. Oh my god. Harriet, do you want to run out the door? Yeah, so uh, I, I cast the spell and then spin on my heels and run out the door. Run out the door. Gorlier, you're still in the building. It's not your turn yet. Sick. Next up is the stern man. And he is looking directly at Gorlier. Oh, they could have like a fire versus ice off. And as he, he kind of, as he runs up to Gorlier, it kind of happens in one swift motion. He kind of blurs across the ground as he goes with kind of, uh, prickles of ice following him as he goes. And once he arrives from his hand, the, the, the kind of cracked Julie kind of hand, uh, throws it out kind of as if, as if he had something in his hand that he were throwing across the room and kind of shooting from his palm this huge, spiraling blade made of a similar ruby texture kind of bursts out of it kind of glowing with this ice kind of dark aura around it it's it's a it's basically three different blades on one sword that are all twisting and twirling and pointing out at different points of the sword all coming into one big point at the top damn clasps it in his hand and attacks Gorlier with a 23 and 7 piercing damage <laughs> And now it's Gulia's turn. Right, so it's safe to say that we're retreating our way away from this fucking building. Uh-huh. Fucking, if the floor's already on fire, and we're all retreating from this section. Right, okay, so to cover our retreat, sort of a tactical, yeah, tactical retreat. As the floor's on fire, has he stood around fire? This guy is, yeah, he seems to be fairly unaffected by it, but it, it's not a very powerful fire, is the thing. It was powerful because it hit Castro directly on her, and it spread to the floor a little bit, but it's not a terribly powerful fire. Alright, um, on it, add to that fire. Alright, okay. So he has to roll a dexterity saving throw. Um, I got a five dexterity saving throw, so your fire hits him for full damage, which is... 2d6, so let me just roll 2d6. Okay, he's taken 6 damage. Again, he seems to barely feel, feel the attack, and uh, but he is now kind of... There is some flames coming up around him. Uh, and Gully, you're going to run out the door? Yes, yeah, follow, fr- follow my friends. Well, I mean, I don't... I don't want to start us down a, a nebulous path, but are there any horses nearby? I don't even know what a horse is. Well, I just about know what a horse is. Um, so. Are there any horses nearby? There are some parked outside. There are some, as, as I've said before, parked outside, overflow, um, kind of tied up horses, yeah. Are they attended? Because, I mean, I, again... I... They're not attended. The plate, they're t- they are tied up and behind lock and bar, though. Oh, oh behind locks. Okay, never mind. Okay, right. Um, so we got fucking... You guys are all out. Are you happy with where you're positioned right now? You've run up to the first bridge. Do you want to run further? We'd, get, we'd go, because I don't think, like, Frost, Frosty the fucking Cornflakes man is going to hold back. Yeah, no, um, what's the way out of town? So, Gaulier and Harriet are running... Uh, they're just crossing the bridge. Bryn is just g- g- getting onto the bridge as he runs. Where do we go now? In front of you, materialising out of nothing, there is a small centipede-like creature covered in multicoloured feathers. Oh, that's Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. Wait, if it fucking... Oh my god. What? 
No, sorry, the way you reacted to it, it sounded like I've actually hit it on the head. No, you haven't. Good. It's not fucking Rupert. Oh, it might have been Portal. This little creature um, then kind of jumps up into the air, glowing with a kind of uh, green energy, and um, its body transforms into one that resembles um, kind of a bat, except it also, as well as its wings, it also has six legs. It has three eyes and a mess of teeth inside of its mouth and this kind of long whipping tail with feathers on the end, almost like it, the tail almost looks like an arrow, the back of an arrow with the way its tails are done. I want to tame it. And it um, calls slightly at you and uh, starts flying around. And also from the shadows, materialising as well, as if it were also invisible, is the goblin from the bar that you met earlier. Oh, fuck. The creature lands on his arm and he goes... You guys are in some serious fucking trouble. I don't understand what the hell you're doing messing with this asshole. Um, this was, like, my job. Uh, okay. Look, uh, let, let me try and sort you guys out. Small goblin friend, thank okay, you. Okay, you, t- you guys take the lackeys. And he snaps his fingers and a kind of small flame appears in his fingers and then disappears into the air and he says, The big fucker's mine. 